shenanigans with your girl, me, Jess V, a podcast where I, Jess, can hang out with all of my friends, where we chat all things adulting, dating, health and wellness, and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, your drink, and come kick it with me and all of my friends, okay? <laughs> I'm a mess. <sighs> Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Tomfoolery and Shenanigans with me. It's your girl, Jess V, and I am so excited to be here. I almost said evening because every time I record these, I'm just like, what's the time? What's the day? What's the time? What's the day? But on this episode, we are here in the evening hours. So good evening, good morning, good night, good afternoon. If you just are waking up, I love you. Hi, hi, hi. You're beautiful. It is me. It's Jess V. Welcome to this 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 thing we like to call the Tom Fool and the Shenanigans. And if you have not already awoken to the amazingness that is this world, um, I just want to know you are wonderfully and beautifully made, as Scripture says. And however you get through this, just just know that if anyone loves you, just V loves you, and that's just what's really great. But I am so excited! <laughs> oh my God! to let y'all know who we got in, the, in this house today. And it's a Zoom house, so don't think we out here being all tomfoolish and, and craziness because we still in a whole Panera Bread, so it is okay. Just saying a Panasonic, all of it, we here. But today, y'all, if, if I don't hype up my guests every time a guest come on, then we are not on the show anymore. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. But let me tell you who we have today. We have... Someone with, quite honestly, one of the most beautiful smiles ever to grace the United of the States, ever to grace uh, Chicago. Also, if you haven't seen her rocking all of the raps and doing all of the things, then you have missed her. Um, First of all, she is wonderful. She is beautiful. She is talented. And when I mean talented, we talking like that, that kind you like achieve for success. You're like, ooh. That, that's it. That's what I want to be. I want to do that. I want to be that person. That's the kind of love she brings to her space wherever she touches. It is an amazing thing. I've also had a chance to work under her so I can also speak for all these things. She is wonderful. She is beautiful. She is amazing. She is talented. She is gorgeous. She is a queen. She is a black queen. Let's just put that out there in the world. She wears a crown so high. She sits on the throne so high. And she has her bestie by the name of Bella. That's always by her side. If you don't know who I am talking about, we are talking about the amazing, the beautiful, the plant contessuach of Chicago. <laughs> Miss, Miss Jairika Gasta. And the crowd goes wild. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh hey, my gosh. So, hey. Yeah. Hi. Oh, yeah. I was like, like my cheeks already hurt. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, this energy I miss so much. Hi. Hi, beautiful. Hi, gorgeous. How are you? How are you today? I, I mean, I'm here. We are blessed. We are happy. <laughs> and that's it. And that's all. Um, thank you so much for that introduction. Legit. Like I it's an honor. And I just want to say before, as we jump into anything, first and foremost, thank you so much for the space that you take up. Oh, 
Wow, thank, thank you. you. For the space that you create and that you hold for other people because legit, like whenever there's a morning post and the days where I'm like, am I gonna do today? Like, am I gonna do today? Like I'll go on Instagram and you would have posted something. I'm like, Jess, I, I, I say yes to Jess. So I'm going to get up because it's like, you just beam this. So I'm like, I will, I will toss, I will de- hand deliver. I will postmate your flowers to you while you can still smell them. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I am, a, I'm a Pisces. So if I'm just getting a clamp just because the emotion. <laughs> that Pisces energy for real <laughs> listen I all I do is cry it's really intense um I'm also a I'm also a Scorpio rising so it's a lot it's, it's a lot. that taps yes that tracks completely yes but thank you so much you bring so much joy and so much light uh, tell the peeps what you do so I am and all of it all the credits just give them all like this is IMBD, but let us. Know. Okay, let let the people know. Um, so I'm an actress. I'm a dancer, a poet. Uh, currently, I am exploring my role as a producer and um, uh, a co-director for a show, a digital production that I'm doing with Slamworks Ensemble. Yes. Uh, I'm an intimacy director, and I also. I, I help people with plants and I'm a, so I'm a plant consultant and I love, as people have told me, I'm a plant therapist and, uh, um, the best, the best compliment that I've received recently was I'm a plant doula. And I was like, I don't even know what y'all want me to like, like, how do I hold that? That's beautiful. I was like, thank you. So like in both ways, like birth doula and death. And I was like, I, I will, t- I receive, I receive both. Thank, thank you. Yes. So, yeah. That is my role. Plant doula. <laughs> that is forever how I'm just going to be like, I know a plant doula loud. Get your life. <laughs> right. Let me send you to my girl. She'll get your plants together. Honestly, every time I look at my plants, Every time I look at the ones that are just like, can you put me in a pot? I go, I don't know yet. I got to get with Jerry. Which pot I need to actually put them in. I always crack up with people and I'm like, because I always, I think of uh, plants, especially the ones that will dry out. People are like, what's happening? Or when they have them like on top rows or, or like high shelves and they're like, I don't understand why my, my plant is just so dry. I'm like, cause it's hot. <laughs> It's like up there, like, <laughs> like give it water like you would. Heat rises. It works the same way for these plants, and they are hot as hell up there. <laughs> I, listen, that's what that's what I, I'm like. Hey, if I need to quench my thirst, so does um, Latoya and okay. Mr. Larry and Gina and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. May Miss, Mr. Smith rest in peace. I lost him a couple of weeks ago. It was my aloe plant, and he said, I can't anymore. And I was like, I thought you weren't supposed to die. Like, <laughs> but was like not in this house. <laughs> not, nope. But Mrs. Aloe is she's hanging on by thread. Still, 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 still standing strong. Which one is uh, Gina? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what Gina. Oh, Gina the Jade. Okay, okay. Gina the Jade, and um, there's little Gina and big Gina, and big Gina is Gina the Jade. 
and I have Latoya and Janet. And Jan- <laughs> so Janet, Janet used to have the most gorgeous extensions, right? She, her little, she's a philand philanthro. What is it? What is it? Uh, a philodendron. Yes, that one. I got to keep her high because her and cats don't mix. Okay. And so I had to keep her high. But when I first got Janet, them extensions was just like full. Come on. She said, come on. And then the winter came. And then I, and then she wasn't working in places. Then she got alopecia. So now she's just like, she's with her. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> she, see, she was supposed to get a protective style. You supposed she, to and it. I felt her miserably. However, she said she did was very clear that she needed a new home. <laughs> she was very clear on that and so I had to put her in a bigger pot so I put her in this bigger pot and she's like thank you and then I moved her closer to my window she said thank you again sis and Come so on. now she's just like extensions is just flowing she said you gonna get this I said yes okay Janet she said, said thank you for starting to use the Cantu thank you yes yes Janet said I love you yes she's like, so I don't have 4C hair yes she's just she is, she is cascading down my bookshelf. I said, yes, thank you kindly. <laughs> thank you kindly. And then I have um, Larry, the spider plant. Okay. And Larry actually was a gift to me. And I, somewhere down the line, Larry just got big. And I'm like, I, and, and Larry is yelling at me every chance that he gets. He has got an attitude for days. And I'm always <laughs> like, sir, I'm going to water you once a week. And I am well aware I need to repot you. You just. <laughs> it's like, I'm just checking. I was just checking. Just checking as he leans towards me and says, um, excuse me, um, ma'am. <laughs> I'm just parched. Just, I'm just parched. parched. That's it. And then there's Latoya. Uh-huh. Latoya, <laughs> Latoya's, my, Latoya's my other spider plant. She's a diva. Uh, so I originally got a spider plant as a gift and she died. And I loved the name Latoya, the spider plant. So I got another Latoya <laughs> and I was like, you just going to be Latoya. So I have Latoya and Janet named after Jackson's sister. Yes. And I said, well, that's Latoya was like, I can't be out here in these streets. So I put her in the bathroom streets next to Larry. <laughs> And they just loving on each other. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, and then I have this other plant, which Jairi, I have no idea what it is. I got it planted. She's adorable. Okay. She gives me life. She is now just keeps growing. And I have to like lean her up against the window because I don't have a stick to keep her going. Ooh, I want to see what plant this I is. Will, I will. I don't talk about that one. Don't fret. I have, um, I need, I, be, I look at your calendar quite often. Uh, and <laughs> I try to figure out when I'm going to schedule time. It's so that, oh my gosh. Yes. For people that are curious. Yes. If you want to book consultations, virtual ones, those are available. And when I say it is, it's funny. Someone posted this, this recently about like small business owners getting alerts when either someone purchases a um, product or purchases like a consultation. And it's just like, it really feels almost like, um, like the end of a Ted talk and people are like, because it's like oh y'all see me yes <laughs> it's affirming it's like oh oh come on because we're ready to do this work yeah. we are ready to do it and so I appreciate that we'll yeah we'll definitely have to check out this I will and you will meet all of them uh because because <laughs> Janet was getting a little crazy I thought the best thing for me to do for her was to get clippings so now I just have Janet clippings 
all over my apartment and they are just thriving in water. I remember you posted a picture of like literally what you're, what is happening in the back there? You're, uh, um, Philip, this is my, um, Oh, my propagation station. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my good friends, Lauren Bailey, she actually, um, she's a, a single mom that, started her business during the pandemic and has um, on Etsy propagation station. So this uh, is the models. Y'all can't see it, but it's actually, she has it mounted on her do- on her wall and it's absolutely gorgeous. It just has these little plants in it. It's so cute. It, I love it. I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, I should put them in water or I should put them in soil soon, but they just look so nice. I'll wait like, and and people have different feelings about that, but yeah, I usually wait because I, I enjoy the balance of like aesthetic and functionality. So yeah. That is where I'm at because some of Janet just looks cute, just floating all her roots in that water. I was like, you look just so, look at Listen, you. Listen, if I can look at something pretty in 2020 or 2021, I will, I, I will do that. I, I don't care. Look, I need every, and I mean, like, I can look at the bad stuff and the things that need, you know, work and all, but listen, give me something good. And <laughs> if that's one thing that I really love about, like, what it is that I'm doing now with plants or just talking to people about, um, like, being, having to stay at home as much that, as they have, it's like, have your space speak to you. Like, your space needs to be speaking to you. And I feel like I've had places that, cuss me the hell out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now I have a place that's just like hey good morning girl did you look good have your space speak to you so so, and and kindly and kindly (laughs) I'm pouring into you so I'm going to give you the same attention okay like Like, a relationship so how have you been doing? I, you know, we got a whole mess it went down March of 2020 and be a year coming mm. up here um, when the world decided to just halt life. How, how have you been faring? What is, what is that? What has that been looking like for you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, the beginning was rough, was very rough. I think I'm now at a place where I, I feel okay talking about it. Like I came, I was in a relationship at the time that um, was pretty rocky, but um, things happened within that. So like losing all of the jobs as far as like, cause I was a full-time artist, mm-hmm. losing all the jobs and then the relationship, something kind of stirred that to where it went, uh, it went downhill. And then my mom contracted the virus in mm-hmm. April. So, and not just like asymptomatic, but like in the hospital ventilator, like she was on, um, on a ventilator for like a week and a half and it was scary. So I had to go back to Louisville where I'm originally from and just be with my family. And it's a blessing and a curse, right? Because one, I, I got to see kind of like the severity I I feel uh, of the virus and how it affects us and how much more important it is that we be mindful of the the people around us and like our family members and making sure we wear a mask and wash our hands, like do the things, do all the things. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. on top of that, it really like put a lot of things in perspective for me. So when I came back to Chicago after my mom was um, discharged and after we kind of like set her up for success and healing and recovery and she's doing well now, Like I, I came back to Chicago with a lens of just like being more present with like myself 
my space and truly in thinking about like what <clears throat> what expectations I have for myself and what expectations I have for the people around me and one on one end <laughs> it just felt like setting the the expectations for a lot of people just didn't make sense mm. and I feel like that's a constant thing I'm reminding myself that people are not in the same space as they once were if there wasn't a pandemic you know <laughs> and so what do you you know how do you continue to like interact with people and be mindful of like the space that they need as they interact in this new and as they navigate this new um new norm because I think that that's the part that people are like oh well it's a it's a norm now so it's not new but it's like actually it's still happening and still affecting a lot of people in different ways so we have to just we we just can have to continue to be graceful um yeah I feel like I am a lot more mindful of where people are and where they want to be but may not be able to at this point so it's been a, it's been a journey I was in a relationship and then I came out of that same relationship recognizing just how much I I I know I needed something like I'm like okay so very good you are growing <laughs> and you are growing to see the people that need to be in your life that are ready to be there and then you are also recognizing who you are not ready for mm. so it was a whole line of uh, a line of things and I, I feel honored to at least especially when it comes to being creative to be in the spaces with the groups of friends not just like colleagues or you know industry folk or whatever but like colleagues and friends that are like hey what do you need in order for us to be successful if we try to do this project mm. <clears throat> I love that what do you need what have, what have you found that what have you founded that you um I don't I know I don't need validation and that's weird to say. I don't need validation because I know that like, I feel good with what I can bring to the table. I think what I needed, that's funny you ask that. I feel like from what I've gathered, what I've needed from my friends around me and working on these different um, projects, it's just like patience. <laughs> And, and even though like, it, and it's not even so much because I'm going to move slower than I have, but just as long as we're thinking about it, that we're not thinking just about ourselves, that we're thinking about everyone around us. I'm like, okay, like as long as we are being cognizant of that and, and maybe just intentional about just being like, okay, so we're all going to come together for, you know, we're going to shoot something or we're going to meet, then I'm at least going to recognize the fact that like today somebody might've just come out of therapy or, you know, an hour before, or this might be their fifth Zoom call. So like, <laughs> like <laughs> right? Like minute things like that, that just really make a big impact. Just be like, all right, I see that you are like gathered here or you are coming to be present with me right now. And just being graceful in that and patient means so much. And it has allowed me to feel as free and, mm. and open. And um, I would see even more, I would say even more creative than I was before, but I'm also stepping into roles that I was always scared of stepping into, but now I'm like, you know what? 
I got time. <laughs> I I love what you're saying. I love this idea. Like what I'm picking up from that is this idea around the like the intentionality of the space that you give and then the intentionality of the space that you're allowing others to be in. Yeah. And then like how then do we move within that knowing what's happening in our like surrounding world? Yeah. And what do you what do you give and what do you receive? You know, I feel like sometimes um because we're in this space the idea of like receiving and giving just looks so much so different in these times and you have to tap into i was literally just talking to max earlier it was like who the heck is max oh my that's okay (laughs) we we were just talking about like saying no and um or even saying yes and like winning when when it's okay to say no and that how often um, that's just like the best and that that's still providing this intentionality around space yeah 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 I think it's 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 really interesting just how there are a lot of people that are like oh I just got to push through and that's such a um what's unfortunate is like that is such a an, an innate habit amongst a lot of us um especially that, artists especially artists yeah and I'm like I can't tell you how many times the same people that give it two, three years ago, they would shame you for not having all of these bookings or feel less than for not having all of these things. And, you know, they would be the same ones that, that are like, you know, out here booked and da, 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 da. And to see them now being like, okay, I'm actually allowing myself. Like I, I I'm, one by force, but also I'm actually allowing myself to rest. And I am understanding that I didn't have to do that much, or I shouldn't have been like put in a situation where I had to do so much. I, I find it interesting to watch because it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I respect the grind, do what you got to do, get, you know, if that's it, but it's also, you can't shame people for understanding themselves a little differently Mm -hmm. and under, and seeing that, they can give what they can give mm-hmm. and that's valid enough. Mm-hmm. That's valid enough. And I, I, I think even the many conversations that a lot of artists have been having about like, what does theater look like? And I was talking to somebody about that recently. What does it look like, especially in Chicago? Mm. And it's like, the I, I think it, for whatever it looks like, as far as anyone stepping on a stage, it should, in my opinion, be addressed with accountability hmm. um hmm. and advocacy because and this is just me this is somebody as <laughs> like I've been very quick to be like so those solidarity statements oh. kept receipts of all of them sorry I'm, what I'm, that I'm, work look like what that work do but but like what that work look like mm-hmm. but, but, but like but like what, what, what that looking like because you've had time more than enough time more than enough you've got more than enough time yeah and i and and it's just so it's one of those things where i'm like it it's interesting to see how I, and i've been in a few conversations with theater companies that are like all right so we sent that you know solidarity statement out a few months back and uh, now we want to ask and see if you might uh <clears throat> want to come aboard and, and and do this uh thing with this or this series or this and i'm like why me and why now? Listen, uh, uh, and that is scary, I'm sure. But I'm like, at this point, 
if I am not like being courageous to ask you that, then when, however, if it looks, whatever it looks like when we step on a stage again, it's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I have been very vocal, um, directly with people about that. Like why me, why now? And, and especially when it comes to um, hearing the term like, okay, or hearing the phrase, be patient. Mm. I'm like, understand that being patient, when you tell someone that, especially a, like a, a group of people who have had to be patient, like it is ingrained in us to just mm. not expect anything to change, hmm. then you want us to get used to this reality so that you don't have to look at yourselves or... Each day that I am being patient is each day that you are able to be comfortable in your position. Mm -hmm. And that for me, I'm like, I can't play the same way with my colleagues. And and I want to be able to hold my colleagues and my friends accountable Mm. and to know that we are still going to be fine afterwards. We should be (laughs) like my closest friends we will cuss each other all the way back out on Tuesday and Wednesday and on Saturday. Yes. But we do it in love because we want to get somewhere. We want to yes. move forward. And it's like, yes. that's maybe that's a lost quality in the way people interact. But I'm like, I want like everything that's been acts of theater companies and of um, any um, white led organizations as well that haven't had any type, any persons of color at all like especially in places of power or positions of power if we can't question you simply by question you that is that is oppression that is a form of supremacy that you don't even recognize that you haven't even dealt with so work that out (laughs) work i work that out because you know and then take this invoice yeah take listen <laughs> and then take this invoice contact accounts payable and, and, and proceed yes pro- yes run me my money that one meme that one gift of the uh the woman that's like in her car where her nails are really close to the camera she's like <laughs> that's it nothing else nothing else side rub me we my gotta talk about we <laughs> even gotta talk about it just exactly that's it. So yeah, to answer all of that, I feel like my, 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 my experience in this whole thing has been, uh, I would say, um, a restorative roller coaster. Like mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster alone because of just how much energy has been put out and how mm-hmm. much I've had to remind myself that I have to like reset and restore. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's like the work. I'm going to go to the front lines. We're going to talk about this and get this worked out, but then I will take a nap. (laughs) You know, I, um, all that resonates only just because one out of the thousand things that I somehow find myself doing. (laughs) As you do all the things, all the things. (laughs) As I find myself doing is that what you just said is the reason why I don't, why when people reach out to me for DEI work or anti-racism work, there is a level that I need organizations to already be at Mm. because you had time one and there are organizations who will give you 
understanding racism one-on-one. Unfortunately, I'm not that person. I want, if you're working with me, you're working with me because now we're actioning, we're doing action. Mm-hmm. Like, I will, we will, we will talk about what this looks like and how this relates to your company, your organization, your small business, so that you can say, oh, this is how it looks like for me. What are the actions? And then we go on forth and support and get strategic plans together and look at your HR policies. Mm. But if you're coming to me and if I say fragility or supremacy or racism and you're like, <gasps> then I'm not the one, I am not the one you need to be working with. <laughs> like All the tough, all the coffee and the tea gets spit up and you're like, oh, oh, what? Like you got all this power pwi insert here and why are you hiring me like why are we why are we here in the first place mm-hmm. so and you haven't you and you couldn't even do the bare minimum by putting a solidarity post down i'm definitely <laughs> but yeah. here, are some other, here are some other resources that you can look for that might be able to take you because you're not going to be ready. You're not going to be ready to talk about microaggressions in your organization or gaslighting or tokenism. You're not going to be ready for me to ask you about why the make of your organization only has X amount of BIPOC people, LGBTQI people, whatever the case may be. You're not ready for those questions. Thank you for the $75 for your initial consultation fee. I appreciate you. Thank but- you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you can't hire me for two months to support you in your woo, in your policy changes and stuff. Because I because when you hire me, you hire me from an anti-racism lens. Yeah. Because you, you want to make actual liberating change for your company and your staff. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that's that's just the reality of it. And so when these so when like you were saying, it's like you can't just be a, you can't put out a statement or anything. Anything that says, oh, my God, we're here, or, oh, my God, George Floyd, like, you surprised that all of a sudden racism exists, and then we don't hear from you yeah, until Black History Month 2021, <laughs> and, like, or MLK Day. Because they got, they, they got those, um, like, they, they got, like, stock photos ready. Like, yes, they got, just ready. ready. Just ready. Just ready. Or college Irika guess all of a sudden out of the blue <laughs> to come do X, Y, and Z. It's like, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And no, and that's the thing. It's like, that's exactly right. And I'm so proud of you and so glad that more and more of us are, especially those that are of like single, like freelance individual or sole proprietor, like business owners, like knowing your worth and that- yeah. I have to set this boundary to let you know that like, and it's not even to say like, I can't do this. It's just that I, I won't do this Mm. because this is not the work I'm supposed to be doing for you. This is the work that you should have done already. Yes. So meet me with the prerequisites already covered. Okay. Because I'm the advanced. Okay. (laughs) That's it. I'm AP courses. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Come with it. Exactly. So, I'm the, the advanced placement. You know, we have to go basic advanced. Listen, honors. I'm honors. <laughs> I am. On, I'm trying to be HD at 500, not this 150 pixel situation. <laughs> <laughs> 
nothing less nothing nothing less don't play with me like exactly exactly and, you know so real. it's so real and I think even just outside of the like entrepreneurial mm-hmm. life I'm gonna have a friend of mine is gonna be on she's an amazing poet I should connect you to um and uh, we were talking about uh, this balance, right, of like full time job and entrepreneur entrepreneurship, and she called it a parallel ship. I can't even remember, but this concept of parallel, and I was like, "Oh, that's dope. That's cute. I like that." But also balance, right? Balance. Also, like knowing your worth. Also, self care. And it's like, how do how are we doing it all? How are you doing it all, Jai? You know, <laughs> how are you doing it all? I, it's so funny. I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I, no, I, I do. I, it's funny. I think that I had taken full advantage of the fact that I work from home mm. and being remote and starting and starting a, um, a role or position remotely it's completely different from having to like be in the space with someone or be in the space with a group of people that you've gotten to congregate with on a daily and then shift to something that's, you know, remote. Mm. Like I've never met my coworkers in person. Mm. And what I've also experienced, um, which has been trying, um, I'll say, because we are having all of these same conversations as it has to do with like performative anti-racism. Mm. What I have done because I work remotely, I do my job, but I am very mindful of making sure that like, because this is my office, I am creating what I would normally do at a cubicle or in my office. Mm. So I I will have a space where I can be creative or I will, I, I can, play with soil just so I can like have a mental break from a zoom call. And then I think when it comes like even little things in self-care that um, probably wouldn't qualify normally as self-care. I don't get on screen all the time because I'm like, I want to just preserve, like, I I just don't, y'all don't need to see right now. (laughs) This is what I can self-preservation is self-care. So I'm like, right now, I am already doing the work and I am in a zone and I have to stop that in order to be in this zoom call, mm-hmm. know that I am present, but I, I, I just need to like close it, close this off for you right now, because it's intrusive still, because I'm still at home. It's still my space of my, my sanctuary. So right now you just don't get that. Mm. If, if it were a regular day, we wouldn't be like, Hey, let's go to Jarika's house and have tea. I wouldn't y'all, oh, y'all not invited. So it's that same case. Like this morning, no, my space is in a different mood and it's not a mood that I wish to include you in on. And that's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it is so built in us to make it available to everyone. Mm. And it's not, it shouldn't. Um, you mentioned something that resonated and you said um, not your typical self-care. Oh, mm. uh, what, what, what is then if, if, cause mm, here's my thought is this, I think sometimes mm. we get, so just like anything in society, we are like, mm. this is what self-care is, right? Totally. It's our bubble baths, our like face masks. It's like massages. It's whatever team yeah. magazine told us in early 2000s, oh right? Gosh. It's like, they really, they really, they, they got us. 
right? It's, it is this like, it's whatever essence tells us. It's whatever, like, and we go, yes, that is self-care. Right. <laughs> but then in the same breath, you talked about self-preservation. Yeah. Which to me, I would, I hold self-preservation higher than self-care. Mm, and because I feel like when you preserve your energy and you choose to say, I'm going to engage with this, or I'm not going to engage with this, or, Hey, Johnny, this is what I'm willing to do and not willing to do. That's a person, mm. that's a pres- preservation. That's preserving who you are. So that yeah. you can put that energy elsewhere. So mm-hmm. then with that idea, what, what's, what does self-preservation look like to you? And then what does self-care actually look like to you? And do they go hand in hand in your life right now? I think they do go hand in hand. I think I've made more intentional acts of uh, self-preservation in the last like few, especially in this, uh, this new year, simply because I'm like, if I think about how many times I, I am putting myself in, 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 interaction, in, in an interaction with someone or in conversation with someone, um, I know what energy I'm usually trying to bring in order for that to be like a fruitful one or creative one. So I think personally, I do um, make an intention to just be like, hey, Sundays are for me. Mm. Um, And more recently, even content on my plant page is not as it's not as regular and every day because there's this um, mindset that you have to like generate things on a constant and, you know, kind of just like vomit out content after content for people to, to follow and all that and to meet the algorithms. But honestly, I'm like that part, I'm like, they will be there. The people that are on your team, that is on your side, that knows that you're doing things, they will be there. Instagram ain't going nowhere. So if it's preservation, self-preservation comes with like not needing to interact or post or think about, oh, what can I find to say or what real can I create? And I, I think that it's good if you have the capacity and the space to do that, like go forth. But on the days where it feels like a strain, but you feel like if you can't, if you don't do it, you're, it's a FOMO. <sighs> No, that, that for me is where I feel like I am more intentional to be like, you know what, Jarika, it'll be fine. Mm. Like today is you and you, and, and if, if you are in tune to it as well, when you know, you need that day, like, you know, that you, you are spent and still there's some weird social nagging. That's like, but you should post something because, you know, if they don't know what you're doing and it's, you know, Monster on Monday, what are they going to do? And it's like <laughs> the top of the week. You need to say something motivational. But you know what? Today, I don't feel motivated. That's self-preservation to be like, you know what? I'm going to be here. Mm, for me. I can't. I, I, I don't have the room or space to get to put out anything right now. And that is okay. Mm. So this is what it's going to be. I will, I will make space for anybody else. And even if, whether it's getting on Instagram, liking things or whether it's absolutely not, just not just stepping back and knowing that the world is still going to be there. Mm. Um, I would say self-preservation is that for me, like understanding that 
even in this isolation, it feels heightened because we primarily, we feel like we might only have social media to kind of keep in contact with people, right? You are reading me right now. <laughs> <laughs> just like, ooh, Chad, I just literally had this conversation with myself. <laughs> I was like, it's not going anywhere, Jessica. And it's not, you don't need to. You don't need to. I guess. It's hard. It's yes. hard. Especially when yes. you're a content creator. Like, it is It is hard to just yes. be like, you know what? Today, they, they'll be fine. Like, they'll be fine tomorrow, too. Yes. If I take a break this weekend, if they don't see anything, then they will fill it up with something else. And they will still come back to me when, when I post. Yes. Because yes. algorithms will still still be like just this, you know what I'm saying? And that's I think that is where I am. I I'm practicing that more and more. So that is that's that goes in line with what uh, so that hand in hand concept of like preservation and and care. Mm. I do like my caring of myself and and caring of the moments where I just don't have it in me to even give myself. If I'm like Jerry, did you did you eat today? <laughs> But did you eat though? <laughs> <laughs> or have you just been nomping on these chips for the last hour? Like, but are the yogurt pretzels all that you have? <laughs> like, you could go grocery shopping and fix your ass a meal. Yes. And yes, you worrying about if you should make this <laughs> TikTok. And so it, it, it's that sort of thing where I'm like, you don't, you know, it, sometimes it even feels a forced habit because I'm like Jarika, you 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 need to stop just stop um and that and that can be different for other people other people might find it easier to do um I have been one to be one of those people that are like I need to do this I need to do that da, 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 da. like I need to be here and I had to like really like tame that a lot and just rein it in um I like now like sitting in silence mm. more than I ever thought that I would and so I do find some some kind of silver lining in having this time like this pandemic here because I do get to value the the stillness a lot more than I probably wouldn't have before yes how do you thread in joy with all that like how do you thread that in because I think joy joy except for me joy is like a legit concept and I think there's a there's joy and I think there's authentic joy and I think they're two separate things Mm -hmm. and um I think we can experience joy like I have a joy of drinking this Mountain Dew because I haven't had it in a while I don't really need it at 6 30 at night but hi we're here then there's like authentic joy because you feel that shit in your gut your Mm -hmm. soul your full body it like it can like keep you going it is fuel for your day it's fuel for the time that you need it Mm -hmm. so what does that look like when you like experience authentic pure joy yeah honestly for me right now is whenever I do get to interact with friends Mm -hmm. like I uh, a dear friend of mine he's actually moving to LA and um LA (laughs) I know. Like everyone's just like bad. It's this <laughs> quiet exodus that's happening, and I think it's lovely. I'm you like, guys. you need to go where you need to go. Go I forth. Get- <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, legit, um, we were laughing about something right as we were parting ways, and I think like authentic joy for me has always been a good like belly laugh. Mm. So <laughs> like. 
being even it, whether it's a zoom party whether it's you know um in person you know social distance like that sort of thing i i think that is authentic joy for me because i'm like mm-hmm. to hear to hear like close friends or anybody with a good laugh these days mm-hmm. i miss that like being present um around me like i i think like that's the part that i'm like i just I, I want I want to hear that all the time. Like if that was on replay, if that was a cacophonous CD, I would play it on like in on loop. Just because I'm like I just I'm I miss that, and I, I think authentic joy from other people and them being able to just like feel feel good right now, feel good. Um, that's that's honestly that's probably like the highest form of like authentic joy that I can think of right now outside of like Jenny's ice cream at 11 p.m. <laughs> almond it's joy it's almond joy. butter brittle yeah oh that's the flavor it's so good almond almond it's butter so brittle it's so good yes yes okay that's- and so let me just add this so DoorDash has it but like they like put two extra dollars on it whereas if you just go to Target you'll get it for $7.99 okay it's, I'm gonna have to try that one. That reminds so me of good. butter pecan. It's oh, uh, mm. it, I mean butter pecan is is bomb. I do. I, I love. I like my butter ice cream. You know, kind of that thing. Yes, yes. But that almond butter brittle. It's just. So, I'm like it. If they recalled it, I I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it <laughs> might actually that beat out this this luck. Panasonic. It might beat out the Panasonic. No lie. Oh. <laughs> That's Someone cool. the other day <laughs> called this a punani and I lost it. I said, that's the new one. That's <laughs> in the middle of a punani. It was like, uh, I'm in the middle of this damn punani. I was like, <laughs> and I am sent. <laughs> oh my God, Don't find that. me. Don't look for me. Don't look for me. I am sent. <laughs> oh my goodness. That probably might be my favorite one, right? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, that was it. I was like, that's good. That's good. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, I've had listeners that are 18 and younger. <laughs> Don't tell your mom you're Googling Poonan. Okay. <laughs> and I also I wanna um since we were talking about this uh idea. Ooh, I'm gonna do something real fast. No worries. All right, had to plug up my computer. That's real. Um, and knock down a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I recently had the 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 honor, pleasure, the joy to interact with um, high school students at the school that I work with as a teaching artist, and we, you know, practice safety uh, for COVID and all, and. It was, it, I think like a, like a snapshot, if I could hold on to that was the fact that like they hadn't seen each other in months, right? High school students hadn't seen each other in months. We were performing poetry. And then when they had their break, they're like laughing and catching up and doing all the TikTok and, you know, pictures <laughs> and Snapchat, all that. I just, I was just, I, I think about like my niece and nephew who are both in high school. And I just like, I was just like, I am glad to even witness like that moment where these kids can, can just get that 
right now because again it's like there's so many other people even as an artist like this has thrown me sure Mm -hmm. and I validate this experience for myself too but this is when we look back 20 30 40 years from now thinking about how like this has changed the format in which like kids interact with each other yes you know, like how I had a, a friend of mine who's in the theater community. She has a one-year-old who, uh, when I went over there to do like actual personal uh, person in-person plant consultation, I wanted to hold this baby so close in my arms. Like I wanted to just like, and he was so, he was so ready. He was like, new person. Hi. And I was just like, but I can't. And I, I think that's, that for me is like, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's also one of those things where I'm like, I see how there's a shift in which people are like, I want to gather with you, yes. be in the space with yes. you. I, 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 I respect that moment in which people are like recognizing how, how valuable it is like to, to, to be in the presence of people, of yes. others. So yes, that that's, is so- that's it. I love the thought of recognizing the value. Like that keyword to me is like value. The things that we took for granted and then that just got, just got ripped up from under us. Yeah. And then now we're just like, I understand the importance of gathering and people. Mm. The amount of times I've been in a Walgreens and just strike the random conversations with people. You're just like, ah, I just missed conversation. And like, yeah. and we're just so willing now to just be like, and you're like, yes. Yeah. Ah, I mean, and especially when it was funny, not funny, but when people were, when the pandemic first happened and like people were in these grocery stores, like taking everything, like hoarding it out. And, um, I think it was like the week after or so, um, I went to a Walmart and I remember they had just stocked the, restocked the toilet paper myself two other women were waiting and this wasn't in a part of town where like we would see that and all of a sudden there would be a fight broke out like break out like people were just like respectful they were like I know you've been waiting here's this here's that and I was just like I, I appreciated that so much because there's so many times where we kept seeing like oh here's this black woman and da, 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 like getting in a fight and it was like but no that's not happening everywhere quit playing stop no. all right all right and it ain't just us so stop so it was just like it was that sort of thing where people were like look I'm just trying to make sure we got something for this week mm-hmm. something and it's it just that sort of thing of uh, sparking up conversation with people that you probably wouldn't in any other situation in any other case I I live for that I'm like I just if that could just continue in whatever way we see that, you know, in the future and however opening back up looks like, you know, mm, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be present as you, like you said, in the yeah. what does it mean to be present? How has your plants been part of your journey? Like how have what have they done? What have they done for you? I'll go there. I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, black folks, we'll just be like, Ooh, oh, we go keep on everybody. Give me hey. some of this, this chorus. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> how has like how has your plants been such a huge part of your your life and I know they always plants has always been a thing for you mm-hmm. but within the last year and a half how big of a part have they played um especially now that you now are supporting others in yeah. that journey you know um honestly if I didn't have my plants around me I probably wouldn't feel as great a um just a person mm. to be completely honest um they do provide a sense of purpose and I remember uh in the days when before you know I started working again and like actually having like a task task to like perform or just even when I was like working for Instacart because that was a thing mm. um you know it hit it hurt at first and I don't need to have like strict or you know very strong structure but just something to do or something to see grow um Mm. I had Bill who would be like take me out (laughs) it it, it is time (laughs) play with me right so like I see how like as I, I see how people have adopted dogs or gotten more plants like I get that because if there was anything that um these plants have done for me is definitely like feeding into like this sense of purpose and patience. Again, that concept of knowing that if you work and you continue to cultivate something that you can expect something after. Um, and nature has always kind of been a, um, a teacher for me. So when I think about just how things work in cycles, um, how we, work towards something and we put things in place and we build a foundation and we work, you know, we get the soil ready for a bloom. It's to come if we wait on it, like those types of concepts, um, pruning to see something grow out of the cutting, like those, those things matter to me. And I'm like, I, I remember when I was a novice, uh, gardener or a plant enthusiast, and I would just like see something, not do anything for it, get, uh, allow it to kind of feed me. And I would be like, okay, great. So it's not feeding, feeding me anymore. All right. I'm just going to throw it away. Great. Cool. And I never reciprocated. Like I didn't do or give it anything that it might've need needed in order to thrive. And so when I started changing that idea and seeing like meeting people that would be like, oh yeah, I've had this ficus for, you know, four years and it started out was just a cutting and now it's a tree. And I was like, I want that. Like I want something Mm -hmm. lasting and I want to see how I might help that thing grow. So knowing that I would have so much more time to see my plants grow and being in this space around them, they've definitely fueled like my sense of, of, uh, of just being reciprocal or not reciprocal being being thoughtful, being thoughtful with the fact that like, I can't expect everything to just be given to me that I have to, even the concept of like, to have friends is to be a friend. Mm. It's a reciprocal relationship or it's a a cyclical one. Um, And not to say I was trash before. (laughs) (laughs) I was a trash friend before I had plants. (laughs) But like, it's, it's one of those things where if, if you didn't have people tell you 
how you affected them or Mm -hmm. how you um how you navigate the world Mm. like can either hurt them um or help them Mm. then what do you do with that you know how do you then just become a little bit more cognizant of that and so I do have and it might be weird for people to hear like it it is like silent teachers Mm. that are like hey this is what I need this is not what this plant needs you know but I need this type of space I need this type of love um because I you know I'm not uh, able to be amongst my friends or my family all the time so it's it's nice it's um it's interesting because I feel like the boom of more and more plant parents was that same because we innately reach to nature yes and especially like black people like they it was there was something in vogue that was like there was this uptick, I love that word, <laughs> of uh, Black people purchasing plants in this last year. Mm. And there is something very, very like spiritual, historical and all like that is very like closely linked as to us being able to like connect to, to earth and to yes. connect to nature. Yes. And I, I mean knowing that I could like help somebody that was not exposed to plants. Like I, I wasn't like, I didn't have like fields or anything and growing up or whatever. So having like my one bamboo plant when I was in grad school, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) got me through. Yeah. And then knowing that I, 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 um, still have that and kind of created even more so of a a conversation of like larger plants and other plants that I can be more in tune with right now like that that means the world and to know that other people feel empowered to do the exact same I'm like cool because again that could be the one thing that someone's got going on right now yes and I keep that in mind I'm like love that so love that thought of like they're they're like secret leaders oh yeah Yes, girl. I have this (laughs) plant. He dances. Paula, Paula, Paula's my dancing plant. I forget what it's (laughs) called, but be Paula, and like the light kind of affects uh, her plants. Oh yeah, Um, sounds like a prayer plant. Yes, kind of. Yes, yes. I think I don't know. I'll show you it when I schedule my appointment. (laughs) Like (laughs) she dances and. She literally, my plant, a friend of mine's bought it for me, shipped it to me. And I, she's my favorite one because Mm. in this weird way, she like teaches me about just like enjoying life Mm. because every time I go in my bathroom, she's just in a different dance position. First position, second position. And I'm just like, yes, hey girl. And I get to dance with her and be in my moment and be free with her. And, um, and I love it. And I really do love this like thought of like plants being leaders because they teach you when they, they tell you what they need. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times as a, a humans, adults, we don't do that. We don't. <laughs> we do not. We expect people to just know how we feel and what we do. And I think if we can learn so much from our own plants mm. because they can teach us how to say, hey, I need water. Yeah. Hey, I need new soil. Or, yeah. hey, can you move me out of this window? Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they let you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I love the ones that, I, I always find it funny when people are like, um, 
my plant is like really leaning towards the sun for some strange reason. <laughs> like it, it's it's always interesting to remind people that these are not just these are not just like accessories. These mm-hmm. are living things. Yeah. So you have life in your space with you mm-hmm. outside of yourself. So the same way that, you know, you might lean towards what feels good is the exact same way that a plant is responding. Mm -hmm. So it's again, like I am quick to like, I'm one, I'm very quick to create a metaphor. (laughs) I love that. That's my favorite part, but it's the perfect metaphor to life though. I mean, yeah, well, and it's also one of those things where I'm like, if you don't connect it to something personal, you'll disconnect from it. Mm. At least. And that's, that's been my experience. And when I talk to clients who are like, I don't understand why this plant is going through all of these changes. Like, I don't understand why when we moved, this didn't work out. And why I, when I started watering her, it went crazy. And Mm -hmm. now it's drying out. Like, I don't understand. And teaching people about like how transition works the exact same way that we transition whenever we move into a new space. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for us? You know, instantly unpack and feel completely ready and open to that space mm-hmm. it takes some people weeks it takes some people months years to be like this feels like home mm. so the exact same way that you go through those transitions is the exact same way that your plants do and if your place is dry they will react they will drop leaves and so like even the idea because lately it's been coming up of people like seeing dropping leaves and they're like, oh my gosh, panic mode. <laughs> you project that panic. And you know, it's you're you're forgetting that this is a part of their process. Mm. They drop leaves and they slow down in the winter months. And that's a lesson for us to be able to slow down. Mm. We don't need to be, we don't have to like do all the things. We can slow down just the same way. We can take a break, rest in the time where we can like rebuild or recharge ourselves for the growing season Mm -hmm. or for when we are going to be out in the spring or the summer, however that looks. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's really nice when people are like, you know what? It's funny because I've been working on something, but I've been too busy doing all of these other things to not focus on that. And if I stopped and just focused or sat, sat down, I could do that. And I can shed all these other things off in order Mm -hmm. for me to see that one thing clearly. And see it to like full fruition and I'm like try it out so it it's something it's really interesting because I feel like I'll be like I don't know if I helped you with your plants and they're like uh yeah <laughs> you did but no I I do help people with their plants but it's just always so, funny where like it that, kind they of, learned something about themselves you know yeah 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 Which yeah it, it feels good. it's a beautiful thing uh, <laughs> you all Jairi good says that's wonderful voices <laughs> ah I love it all. I love it. I really am really sad this has got to come to an end. <laughs> I just like every time, every time I, I bring someone on, I'm just like, this is the most interaction with friends I've had. <laughs> like, like why, why, why does it, why does it have the end? Oh my God. So Jai, what do you have coming up next in your life? What's new? Yeah. What's new girl? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just joined Sideshow as yes. Uh, artistic associate yes <laughs> and i'm really excited to, to work associate facade shelfanta ran by what the first the regina victor yes oh my gosh i'm so excited um i i'm i'm really excited because they are one of the few 
um, like practitioners, creatives, like just amazing theater makers that are just so about what they mean, especially when it comes to like cultivating the space that is that is like trying to stress this idea of being being mindful of the people that they have and the people that need to be in these spaces, especially when it comes to like um, racial inequity and and presence and and um, representation, like all of those things and having us at the table. I really, I value that so, so much. So I'm really excited to be part of that. Um, I am co-producing and directing a show called Don't At Me Please with Chicago Slam Works. Um, oh my gosh, Chicago Slam Works. That is not it. Sorry. Don't put that in there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Slam Fam Ensemble. And it is an amazing kind of I wouldn't say recap, but way in which to kind of see the the, the lives of all of us um, since the pandemic um, and just kind of working through that. And I think it's also starting to, to meld itself to be something that allows people to know like, hey, you're not alone in this um, and see that the, the spaces that you've been living in um, internally, they they hold space. They, 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 they have, um, they're not alone. They're not, they're validated. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And then my last thing, last, I promise. (laughs) I love it. Um, I started a GoFundMe for, um, for a project that I'm working on called Rooted Stories. It is, <laughs> um, it is something that came out of starting my, my plant page, Jive Plants. Um, follow, like, and subscribe, Phil. It's in me. Um, it's really this concept that I really wanted to create a multimedia zine that allows you to interact visually, audibly, and um, kind of learn of people different people's different stories, Black people's stories as it connects to plants. So Rooted Stories um, covers areas as far as how people have been able to see joy with plants, but it even spans beyond just the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes into how they were brought up with plants or not brought up with plants, scared of plants, but, or healed by plants. I don't know how many times I've come across someone that's like, this plant was given to me at my mother's funeral and Mm -hmm. I've cared for it since. And now it's here. And I just, you know, like I, I, those, those things, like those, those pieces of people and how they see plants and how it's um, truly like is connected to, to their whole being and how they, how they grieve or how they heal. Like, I think that those need to be told somewhere because our, our position, or at least our experience with gardening and, and um, plants is something that still hasn't really been showcased often. And it hasn't been told in a way where people are like, oh, well, I can do that too. Or I may not have a plot of land, but I can create my urban space with plants and feel like I can, you know, tell that story too and be healed. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it's underway and first edition. Go, go give her money. <laughs> go give her money. Go give me money. Go, give it it's a lot of work. And I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> you are, you are doing this. And we're going to check. Yes, we're, we're, we are here with you. 
Thank you. And as I try to close out each of my shows, I like to ask my guest, what would you like to start? What would you like to stop? And what would you like to continue? I would like to start. Okay, explain that for me. <laughs> okay, what do you, do you want to start? Is it a new hobby? It is a, do you want to start mm. making sure you're giving yourself enough time to, to breathe and you're within your spaces? It could be anything that you want. Oh, to- yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, I, I knew this part, my bad. <laughs> I would like to start... Mm. Does does it have to be in order? No. Okay. I would like to hmm, continue uh, working for myself, Mm. like full time, make that a thing. Um, Claim it. We're claiming it. Claim, claim. Claim thine that. Um, (laughs) I would like to stop second guessing myself especially when it comes to imposter syndrome because baby girl be sitting in my living room and it's rude. Mm. Um, and I would like to start, I would like to start encouraging more actors to just explore all of their creative parts. I will have to bring you on and we'll talk about that very thing. <laughs> to bring you back and talk about that very thing. Episode two, I'm ready. <laughs> Jairica part two. And- whatever, you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. Yes, I love I'll go by Jay Evelyn, my other papes then. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. <laughs> oh, those are beautiful. You are such a beautiful human and I am so grateful you are here, present. Likewise, you too. Self, authentic. Tell the people where they can follow you, like, and subscribe. <laughs> you can follow me uh, on my plants page at Jai Plants with a Z. So that's J Y P L A N T Z. Um, you can find me there on Instagram, Facebook, what have you. If you would like to make a booking or book a consultation, uh, my Calendly is also posted. GoFundMe is also available for Rooted Stories, and you can find me as an intimacy director on my artist page, J. Evelyn G. But uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's all. You know, just do a little something here and there. A little thoughts right here and there, you know, tipping the toes and all the things. Well, I thank you so much for bringing your beautiful, beautiful self here today. And if anyone hasn't told you, I love you. And if anyone hasn't told you, you are wonderful, you are beautifully made. And if anyone hasn't told you, the work that you are doing provides amazing space for not only just BIPOC people, Black femmes and Black women, it just provides a beautiful space for people to be their true authentic self. And I speak from experience with working with you, and I just speak (laughs) from what you have brought um, to the table as who you are. And I love it, and it is needed, and it is wanted, and it is desired not only in the field of artistry, but just in this world. Mm, so continue you. to walk with purpose because you're wonderful. Okay? You. you continue you to walk in purpose. Well, that is it, my peoples. This is the end of the, the, the Tom Fools and the Shenans. I am Jess V and you are? 
I am Jerika Guest. And we want you to have a wonderful and beautiful day. See you on the next episode. I love that part. <laughs> Time for re- Shenanigans is brought to you by Tight Rope Recordings and music by Charles Self Says Van.